The button has been pushed. Commencing podcast now. Fellow executives, it gives me great pleasure to introduce you to the future of law enforcement. The Nightscope K5 security robot. Welcome to Pop Tech Jam, the independent audio magazine about consumer technology, pop culture, iOS, Android, movies, comic books, anything we feel like talking about. I'm J.D. Beersdorfer. And I'm Pedro Rafael Rosado. How are you, El Kaiser? I'm doing all right. We got gadgets widgets hoo-hahs as well don't yeah. we yeah gadgets and widgets and hoo-hahs and... <laughs> oh my oh yes. my i'm doing just fine i hope you're doing all right i'm just sitting here trying to deal with the weather related migraines weather induced three days uh, of rain will do that to yeah, you yeah it's not we're not used to we're not built for rain new yorkers are not built for rain things flood yes Pants things get wet flood. here people get weird when it rains for too long have you noticed that People yeah. get, first off, they learn they lose the ability to to, to drive. Yeah. You, yeah, which is always negligible yes. to begin with. But yeah, but when it rains, people get crazy. It's insane. I don't understand this. Yeah, it's and like in London, it rains all the time, and they're just like, oh, let me put up my brolly, and off I go. You know, yes, they're, they're you very. Go. It's just it's a thing, and and here it's like you know, the apocalypse. Yes. I get my bumper shoots and I walk outside. Yes, 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 yes. Nip down the pub and yeah, yeah. It's a, yeah, I guess it's just a cultural thing, you know. It is, it is. But listen, big news. Big news. I owe you a pizza pie. Pizza. I owe you a pizza pie. I don't know if you remember a couple of weeks ago in the last episode it was. I, I had oh, thrown I, down the gauntlet and I challenged you for the price of what the maxed out iPhone, the iPhone 15 was going to be. Yes, the, the phone that costs more than a laptop. Yeah. Yes. Hey, it's still kind of pricey. I got to admit, it's still $1,599 for the maxed out. That's the that iPhone Max money. with yeah. one terabyte drive. That's mm-hmm. a lot of money. I thought it was going to come in over 2000 myself. Yeah. Well, I'm assuming the next year's model. But. Yes. I'm assuming the 16 will, but hey, but, but you know what? I got a free cheese pizza from the Slice app. The Slice app. I there love you the Slice see, app. Yeah, this is not sponsored. This is no yeah, sponsor. Yeah, not sponsored. Just, this is just a, uh, we, we actually use this app and we find it very helpful for ordering pizzas. Yeah, because, you know, New York and it's pizza. But I got to tell you, I personally think the app, the Slice app was created by a New Yorker because they, yeah, they, it doesn't the, the notifications overdo- are very like, hey, you want a pizza? There's a game on. You want a pizza? Hey, well, you want a slice, a couple of slices? You want a bottle of Coke? It's subtle. It's not like Seamless. Seamless bothers the crap out of you. Nonstop. It's like, all right, already. Enough. We know. You got you, you got people standing by. And then, you know, they're like, hey, we can pick something up at 7-Eleven for you. I just ordered $400 worth of food plus $100 worth of fees. Leave me alone. Mm-hmm. Just yeah. Stop. Stop. I need an order of protection from Seamless. Yeah, yeah. Well, slices, to your point, the alerts and the little nudges and the nags, because all apps will try to, to remind you that they're of so course. you use them. But they make it very easy to, if you just really have to have a pizza, it's the last minute you need one, 
because you can key it to your Apple ID, which is key to your face ID. Yeah. You pick it up, you hit reorder, you pay with your face. 20 minutes later, you have a nice hot pizza there and you barely had to do anything. You pay with your face. There's an ad slogan for you, Slice. Pay with your face and get a slice. Yeah, it's it's, it's the it's, jingle writes itself. It's it's a very I would even call it a seamless way to get. Oh, to the, you went there! I can't believe you yeah. went there. Nice, but, nice. Uh, yeah, that, that's the one thing that cause normally I hate Face ID because I find it does not work in the situations where you really need to to open your phone quickly, or or if you're trying if you're trying to use it in the dark, it doesn't work because it can't see you unless you set up like fifteen different alternate face versions. So you have to look exactly the same way as you did when you set it up. And I find sometimes it just doesn't even work. It's I don't know who you are. Hey, so I gotta tell you, I, I missed me the touch ID. My daughter actually used to be able to open my face ID until I got mm. the, until I got the beard. Uh-huh. She could she could literally open my phone. She's got my same tiny. It's tinier, but my same same face. Mm-hmm. Poor, poor kid. It's not she, like she maximized that possibility to uh, buy things with your phone, did she? Yes. She tried a couple. She's done it. She's actually mm-hmm. done it. Yeah, my wife, actually, she used to, if I wasn't around for her to get into my phone, she would go look for my daughter. All right. Well, they, as long as they use their powers for good. For good, yes. Now, she can't do it anymore. Thank God for yeah. the beard. Thank yeah. God. Anyway, I guess we should do some news. There, there are a few things to talk about. A, the, the writers seem to have a tentative yes. agreement in their strike that's been going on for, what, five months now. The actors are still out marching, but if yeah, we've but got who, the writers. Who needs, who needs actors? CGI. Well, CGI everything. Everything. Yeah, CGI. they'll, they'll uh, you know, and with the the way the AI is coming for everybody, I think this was part of the negotiations. Though, is they wanted to keep the AI at bay. Good, but for now, the writers they say they have a tentative deal. So we'll see. I, I think the inside line was that Hollywood basically had to settle this by mid October or twenty twenty four was just going to be bleak. And look, it's the end of September. We're almost to mid October. Yep. Maybe all of that inside knowledge was actually right. Yep. Oh, so, so yay, yay, writers! Yay, Hopefully, writers, getting a I, good deal. I hope they got a good deal. Yeah. The, the phones, as you pointed out, that Apple had its big, big deal and released the iPhone 15 and iOS 17, which we used to go through and do a lot of feature discussion when these things would come out. And I looked because they released the the big iOS 17 and then four days later, there was a big patch for it. And then I think either today or yesterday, there was another patch, but it was for just iPhone 15 owners, so some, something going on with that model. Oh, boy. But but they, I think there's about 350 new things in the, the new version. Wow. Uh, which is way too many to talk about here. But a lot of them, it's just these little enhancements or little tweaks. That, yeah, may, maybe this could be a nice little time saver if you remember that it's there. Like one of the things you can do now is, you know, when you have to log into something, you have to get a two-factor authentication mm-hmm. and it sends you the text message. And before you know it, you've got like 400 of these stacked up in your messages app because you just get authenticated all over the place. Now there's a setting that you can do, say, just automatically clean these up. So after you use your code, which it's a one-time code where you're keeping the message around, it'll just delete them for you. So that's a nice little thoughtful thing. Um, and that's an iOS 17. Yeah, iOS 17. The maps, as we mentioned last time, are offline. They did a lot of stuff with messages and contacts where you can have like your own little contact poster of how you want to to look to people. They're trying to do more of the mental health stuff. There's you, You can 
share your moods with the health app if you're having a, a bad day. And I believe there was a journal app that was coming out uh, that got delayed. I hope it doesn't bump people out. But there, there is a journaling app as well. I think this uh, is keen to maybe a younger uh, usage base who, who likes to share their feelings uh, with the devices. So that's there. There's interactive widgets. They've been trying to do some uh, physical health things, too. There's a screen distance thing uh, that you can set up. So it's it's they, they claim that it's supposed to help children reduce the likelihood of myopia, which I don't know. I don't think these mm. claims have been checked by the American Medical Association, but <laughs> it's basically a setting where you can go in and set a comfortable distance and then you get warned if you're if you got your face matched up on the phone trying to read it. I was probably I've been myopic since the age of seven. That's just the way it is. I guess they're trying to help the young eyes f- from getting too, too squished there because, you know, when you get myopia, your eye flattens out. So there's a lot of things. We'll post a link to a big roundup of some of the big features. One of the things that I found really interesting, and this is also going to lead into another one of the news stories, is they have this personal voice feature now. And what it's supposed to do is you have to give it permission but you allow the phone to record your voice and it banks it and creates a synthesized version of your voice. So if you ever have a degenerative disease or you have laryngitis or you have something where you can't physically talk, you have a copy of your voice on the phone that you can have it yeah, speak for you. I thought, well, that's that's like weird, weirdly creepy and it could be incredibly helpful. But no. all of this. Uh-uh. No, 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 no. No. Yeah, well, well, and they've already shown that, that there's also been hackers who have been digitizing people's voices and, and doing all kinds of scams with that, too. You're not going to bank your, your, your dulcet tones on the phone? Heck to the no. Well, and this leads into our other uh, voice-related story here, which uh, I think I already know your answer to this. Uh, Spotify <laughs> is uh, cloning Shit. podcasters' voices, uh, and they want to be able to clone these voices and then automatically translate them into other languages, ostensibly to give a wider audience in more languages for certain podcasts. And they, they've done them with a few and they, they've tried some out. We've only been English only, I think, occasionally when, when you drop some Spanish in here uh, just mm-hmm. to, yeah. to accent things. Uh, Wait a minute. So they would take our voices yeah. and they would have them banked in AI. And then when they want to make the German version of the show, they would use our same voices but speaking German. Yeah, it, it, it's a bit of a hack, but they're, it's AI powered, as we know, but it's a translation feature. It's part of OpenAI's voice transcription tool called Whisper that transcribes English speech uh, and then uh, translates the other languages. And then it maps the recorded voice to these other languages. Do, do you want to, to be artificially intelligenced into German or anything? I think you know the answer. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I think it would be fun dunk. to hear you uh, yes. speaking. Uh, <laughs> oh, no, no, no. That's not going to happen. That's not yeah, going to happen. Well, yeah, well, just, <laughs> just the huge range of languages. The romance languages to me, and I'm a little biased because I don't speak much of anything, but the romance languages are always so fluid and they trill and they're mm-hmm. very melodic. And then you get the guttural the guttural tones of German and some of the yeah. other things that goes the whole gl- yeah. the whole glottal thing is not gonna that's gonna be a tough one yeah so but we'll see how this is going Spotify is, is just trying this out and I assume you would have to get permission because if you're cloning the podcasters voices in the first place to to do the translation I think they might want to give permission for that sort of thing one would think one would yes. hope one but would hope I'm not confident there's gonna be at least one situation trust yeah. me yeah one situation. And also the, the viability of the automatic translation tools, like we played around with Google Translate and Apple Translate, it can do 
basic stuff, but sometimes they are so off and they don't get context and nuance and things. I, I might be a little afraid uh, to have a, a mistranslation. Get out there. Can you imagine the, some of the stuff that we bring up? Oh, yeah. I'm assuming we'll be top of the list when they start translating. Yeah, stuff, yeah. That, yeah. I think it could melt the code. Yeah, it would be us, Smart Lists, and Joe Rogan. We'd be the top three, right? Dream, dream big. Meta, you know, our old old buds at, at oh, Meta. Yeah. And AI everywhere. We just talked about an AI story. Their idea to entertain or perhaps lure younger users, because face it, a lot of Meta's audience, particularly on Facebook, is a little older. Geezers. It's not the hip. Yeah, it's, it's not the hip thing anymore. Instagram yeah. slightly skews younger. But uh, Meta's idea to get younger users really into their product is to make sassy chatbot robots to interact with the, the young people and to get them engaged <sighs> on the platform. I, I guess one of them, uh, the Wall Street Journal did a story on this. Uh, they've been testing a sassy robot persona inspired by Bender from Futurama. Which do the young kids even know that no. show? Yeah. So so right there, um, I don't yeah, know if they're boy. slightly up with the latest references. Yeah. But but they think oh if, if these chatbots go and and sass the kids, uh, then they'll be intrigued enough to stay around the platform. I don't get the feeling from a lot of the Gen Z and the younger people that I know that sassy robots are really what they, I think they would like the older generation to stop destroying the earth. So it's still well, there for I them. I don't think sassy robots are at the top of their list. Yeah, sassy robots. No, definitely not. Yeah. Yeah, but those are the chatbot sassy robots. Here in New York, we have a 400-pound NYPD physical robot that is now rolling around Times Square. Eggman. Uh, yeah, it, it, for those of you who, who have not heard of it, it's a big, white, shiny, people have described it as a garbage can on wheels. I think it looks more like the Grimace character from the McDonald's commercials yep. in the 70s. Agreed. A giant anthropomorphic gumdrop, except it's white and shiny plastic, and it's got the NYPD logos on it, and then it's got a camera on its head. But it's huge. It's 400 pounds, and it's going around with a human officer. I think they're probably afraid to leave it alone in Times yes. Square because it'd be stripped for parts. But Guarantee you. But it, it's called tag the, up on that thing. Are you kidding me? Yeah, here's some nice graffiti for you. It's called the K5. It's it's said to be a fully autonomous security robot. The mayor of New York is really into this thing, and they are testing it in Times Square. Uh, it's, it's from the California-based maker Nightscope, which I think we have talked about them on the show before with some of their other uh, security robots, but mm. it's rolling around. It it can record video, so it's it's a surveillance uh, device, so the privacy people are not real happy that this thing is, is tooting around Times Square on its own. <laughs> but it's out there, and it's been on the TV. I was watching the morning news, and, and here comes the big giant robot, and it, it doesn't really have a lot of personality, because you think, oh, police robot, and we think RoboCop, and we think all of those movies, you know, where they're sleek and futuristic, and and scary, and Big Grimace here is not really putting the fear. Maybe they, they didn't want it to make it too Stormtrooper-like because it might put people off. You know what it reminds me of? A Grimace is very accurate, but it's also got a Weeble vibe. Do you remember oh, Weebles? Yeah. Weebles, Weebles wobble, wobble, but they don't fall down, yeah. Yeah, this got a Weeble vibe. Yeah. Very Weeble-ish. Yes, with, with cameras and, and things on its yeah, head. Exactly. Um, exactly. Yeah, so, yeah, it's got four cameras. It records video, but not audio. They say it's not going to employ facial recognition at the moment. Um, that, that, that might be an upgrade uh, package. 
But it, it started its, its pilot program, so it's going around uh, the Times Square station, which is a major yeah. subway station, too. Uh, for people who don't go in New York, it's, it's the crossroads of the city, so pretty much every train line comes through there, and it's a very multi-level station. So I had visions of the thing, like falling down the escalator trying to go to the 7th platform, or, cause, and there's a, that big tunnel between the 7th and 8th Avenue lines too where is it going to be rolling down that tunnel and somebody's going to jack it i think they're going to keep it on the mezzanine level yeah, to begin I think with that makes and, sense. and i don't know i'm sure they don't also list all of the features because people would be trying to figure out how to bypass them but you know how like in star wars or r2d2 had these little rockets that nobody knew about and he just like flew out that Ooh. one time maybe this or thing little, does that too the little taser you know yeah 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 where, where he's absolacious crumb yeah, yeah so it's it, it remains to be seen how how this thing will integrate you see a lot of stuff in the New York City subway station. So I think some people will just like, yeah, whatever. And I've seen grocery stores have started to roll out inventory robots. And those are the first time you see them. What is that thing? But then you realize it's just reading barcodes on the, the shelves and it's just taking inventory. And if it sees you, it rolls out of the way. But the police robot was a little bit more intimidating. and For a weeble. I'll, I'll probably, yeah, for a weeble, for a giant 400-pound weeble. It, it had some presence there. So if I see it, I'll take a picture of it. What I'm fascinated by is the fact that the audio, there's no audio. What was that? All, what's that all about? What are they afraid of? Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't feel like it, it probably could record audio if you want to, but maybe it doesn't want to have hours and hours of people cussing at it or something. That's exactly what I was just going to say. My <laughs> so, guess is they don't want to hear people walking by and, hey, yeah, you blankety blank, blank. Yeah, yo, robot, please, yo, yeah. blank this, robot. Yeah, and welcome to New York, you blanking weeble. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If I see it rolling around when I am up in Times Square, I will I will take a photo and put it on our, our oh, show page. Please do, uh, please for, do. And I just love the fact that they have a security guard for the security guard. Yeah, I, they have I a guess security guard for the security bot. I just love that. It's in theory just to show it around. So but, New but York. I think so it's New probably York. to make sure that its little wheels don't get ripped and, off. And by the way, they should pay that security bot. At least minimum wage. They're paying it under minimum wage. I'll have yeah, you. Yeah, what is it? Getting nine bucks an hour. Nine or something? bucks an hour. They're leasing that thing for. Come on, man. Yeah, I think the I think the Weeble needs to unionize, like right now. I'll go Remember on strike with it. When the machines became aware and they all rose up, I said, See, we're, make, we're just, not making minimum. Yeah, now you just scared me. Now. <laughs> yeah, there's only me. one of them so far. So only one giant NYPD Weeble for robot now. so far. For I now, just see it. Rolling down Broadway, guns yeah. blazing. You can yeah. hear these things. They do have that. <laughs> what are the what are the bad? They do have that Dalek vibe, right? Don't doesn't it? I don't know if it can say exterminate in that yeah, way. With a but New York accent. Yo, exterminate, exterminate this guy. Exterminate yeah. this guy. This guy. Yeah. No, now I sound like a forties gangster. Hey, exterminate this wime. I think you should do the voice for the robot because I, th I think it's got I some warnings it. it can give out too when people get too I close to it. I would love that. I would love that. But uh, see, now it's got to happen. Now it's got to happen. Now it's got to have a real New York. Hey, stay. hey mm. what are you doing, guy? Get yeah. It. It's going to get a lot of videos of people peeing on the subway platform. You know that. <laughs> that's what it's going to yeah. get. I, that's all it's going to get. Anyway. Yeah. I digress. Anyway, it, it, we, we will see what how the robot does yes. in its little maiden voyage here. It's little robot world. 
Yes. And moving on, I remember the last time we talked about that big hack on the MGM casinos and how it was totally crippling Las Vegas and other MGM resorts and casinos around the... You mean how it's still crippling? <laughs> yeah, I think they're still having fallout from that because it was two weeks ago we were first talking about that. Yep. Now that they're thinking that the the hacker gang that took down the casino... Hold uh, on, it's got to was... be like Russians, right? Or Or Chinese or... The, the, one of the theories is that they might be Generation Z hackers who have figured oh, out how to social wow. engineer the help desks of these companies <gasps> wow. uh, to get into these networks. Um, basically, native English speakers are calling up a targeted company's IT help desk, and then they pose an employee saying, oh, I need some login credentials. I lost my thing or whatever. So you social engineer the help desk into getting you access to the network and then you get in there and, and you you do all kinds of chaos that ends up having a giant ransomware attack on these very lucrative casino companies. They are not sure which one of the, the gangs did this. There's one called Scattered Spider. Muddled Libra is another name, which how do you come up with Muddled Libra? It sounds like a cocktail, but <laughs> but uh, other other names. For these, but they're saying that the age group here is 17 to 22. Uh, which Jeez. is taking me a little bit back to the phone freakers and yeah. the early hackers of the 70s when they would get that Captain Crunch whistle and get free phone cards and God, we're old, we're talking about this. Yep. But it's that sort of youthful ingenuity that that leads you to want to take down a, a major corporation. Back then it was the phone company. Here it's MGM Resorts and Casinos. Yeah, the thing was, back in the day, freakers were basically making free phone calls. Yeah. These guys are extorting millions of dollars. Like, yeah, yeah. So there's a subtle Millions difference. Billion, yeah, and and I think it was quite. They had quite a big payday on uh, one of sure these. Did. So, um, yeah. So 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 the youngs and maybe they just needed sassy chatbots to to talk to, and See? maybe they wouldn't have turned to this life That's of right. crime. If but... they had sassy chatbots and a big weeble mm. robot. It would be fine. That's all. They would have gone down this path. Yeah, that, that that's what you get, America. We need sassy weebles. Yes. Yeah. If we could get the sassy chatbot with the giant police weeble, yes. that could be yes. fun. But sassy yeah. weeble, that's another good drink name, right? Yeah. <laughs> Let me get a sassy weeble. Yes. I like a sassy weeble. Ah. All yeah, right. A dirty sassy weeble. A dirty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, we're off the yeah. rails, folks. Yeah, let, let's talk rails. about NASA because space NASA. things always make us happy. NASA. Yes. The, 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 now, were you watching when they they brought the the asteroid, the Bennu sample back? Unfortunately, uh, I did not. Way. I was not watching. Oh. Yeah, well, it was it was a long time coming because they, they had launched this thing, I think, in 2016. This mission, and it was the Osiris Rex team that went out there, and the, the goal of the mission was to to get a little bit of asteroid dust, just because you can analyze the dust and figure out how old the thing is, yeah. how old the universe is, yeah. where we came from, all of that. So they they shot up the this OSIRIS-REx mission, I believe in 2016, and so the thing has been out there all this time. It had to Perfect. actually go out there, hook up with the asteroid, not in that way, just encounter the asteroid, get a sample had a couple of sassy weebles. Yeah, a couple of sassy <laughs> weebles. They got to know each other really well. Yeah. Yeah, so it launched on September 8th, 2016. It got to the asteroid Bennu on December 3rd, 2018. Then it had to find a safe sample collection site, so it took a while to do that. Then it got the sample in 2020, and then it started its return trip home in 2021, and it finally got back this weekend. So it got about 8.8 .8 ounces of asteroid dust in this this safe canister. And as soon as it landed, the craft came down and the folks What's, from NASA's Johnson Space Center came and got it to, to go analyze it. What's the street value? 
Yeah. Oh, the asteroid dust? I'm yes, sure it's priceless. Yeah, sure. That's it. But it was exciting to see a, a NASA mission where, because yeah. the, they've been talking about getting stuff back from Mars. We've talked about that before, too. But I'd forgotten the Benno mission had been out there for a while on OSIRIS-REx. Uh, brought home the dirt. Osiris Rex. That's a that's that sounds like a superhero yeah. name. Right? Yeah, that that is it. That is a fine fine name for your yeah. mission there. That's right. Oh yeah. So yay NASA doing doing the stuff NASA. there. And I guess we should probably think about wrapping up before too long because people do have things to do. Yeah, but because all we're gonna start doing is giggling about sassy weebles. We could do five minutes on. That. <laughs> yeah, Netflix is sending Netflix. the last red envelope of the the. DVDs, no. the mail order DVD server gone away. Wow. I believe the end of September they have shut, they will have shut it down. But that, I think that was everyone's first introduction to Netflix before Absolutely. it became the the streaming service of like House of Cards and Orange is New Black and all that. It was a mail order DVD service That's and you would go online and say, I want to see these three movies. And then you would get them in the mail and there's little red envelopes and you watch them and be all excited. And hopefully they worked and didn't script and then you sent them back and you get more. Yeah, and then you, you complain about somebody who played it before and scratched it. Yeah, yeah, and it, it was it would they would I think they were doing like 1.2 million DVDs a week at the peak of it, and that has since uh, gone by the wayside because streaming, and also nobody has a DVD player anymore. The, the <laughs> except for you, yes, you have all yeah, but but the yeah the the people who have ditched legacy media or didn't grow up with it and didn't realize that oh you you can get movies on tiny silver discs and play them on things has that has gone by the wayside so it, it did make me sad to realize this is yet another format that mm -hmm. we're I, 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 I technically do have a blu-ray player here if i need it and a few a few discs there's some things that never got released on yeah, streaming too so you, you do need to have your your, your something to play it on if you do happen to have the, this entertainment but yeah the, the netflix dvds were the thing right and they, they were blamed for putting blockbuster out of business they did Oh, come on, let's be honest. They totally did. Absolutely. There was nothing more exciting than opening up your mailbox and seeing that red envelope. You're like, yes. Mm. Yes. yes we can gonna... watch Lord of the Rings tonight. Yes. Yeah. It was, it still is, it was unmatched. You don't get that same kind of excitement when you flip on Netflix and hear mm -hmm. boom, boom, that, yeah. that weird drum sound. No, it yeah. it's not the same. Yeah, it's a completely and different scrolling through all of the little thumbnails. I'm just trying to find my story here. I can, you know, there's way too much stuff on here. And, I, yeah. I know this is going to make me sound like get off the lawn. I don't care anymore. I am that guy. I'm that guy. Mm -hmm. Get off my lawn. Yeah. But folks, man, this you're giving up quality for convenience. You put on a DVD, a Blu-ray disc, and now a 4K disc with your fancy TV. It's going to look beautiful. But what you're doing is you're streaming compressed video on a $3,000 television. Mm. It doesn't, it, it, does this add up to you? It's like it also the idea of buying or paying for high res audio. Just play the CD. Mm -hmm. I don't understand. For, maybe I'm just a crazy old man. I'm a crazy old man. You, know, you are a man who has seen the journey of technology and, and you have memories of it. I have memories of the fact that, listen, you cannot compare listening to an uncompressed CD or a Blu-ray to a streaming option. It just, you're killing me. That glitches. Right. Well, there was actually a, a, a young writer uh, did a uh, guest essay. I think it was in the 
Times, the, the paper of record here in New York over the weekend who talked about, oh, I am a Gen Z and all of my friends stream, but I really want to own my music. And she's purposely going through and buying things when you can still buy them in the iTunes store. The Apple changed that up when they, they went to Apple Music quite a bit. And it's three more layers to actually buy something. And she's going out and trying to find things that you can't find on streaming, which some people don't want to license her stuff for streaming or whatever but she's like i really just want to own my music and i think it gives more money to the artists if it i does. pay for it directly instead it of the does. pennies they would get from an aggregate number of streams so i, th I found that kind of noble because when the itunes store came out in 2003 and we were all excited that every song was 99 cents and all the music people were like oh but you're destroying the idea of an album because people can just buy single tracks and, and they're like, right. we don't care yeah, yeah and the, right. well they, they were right about the the album uh, the concept album stuff yeah. was going to get uh, kicked to the curb, but but the fact that you could own these tracks and and even if you just like the one song on the one Donald Cleans American Pie, who else listened to anything else but the title track on that? Yeah, so Vincent it, was Vincent on that album. Yeah, yeah, yeah which been. I was like, yeah, I didn't know. Yeah, they, yeah. yeah, I got you, I got you. Yeah, but but, uh, they, but you they know, right. once you yeah, but once you drive your Chevy to the levee, you know, where are you going to do with Vincent? So <laughs> so it was it was sort of like the, this person had had the revelation that, oh, I should just own all of this stuff. And it was, it was giving me a little hope because that kind of, that's how we grew up. We that's owned right. it. We had stacks of it. We had to sell it at yard sales and we had and, too much of it. And let's be honest, the experience is way more intimate. When it, streaming something, just playing it in the background or when you're on the subway or whatever, completely different experience than actually taking the physical media, putting it on your device and playing it. You're interacting with that music in a different way. You, you just don't get that when you're streaming music. And this is not an old thing. This is someone who's made music. I've made music. I appreciate it. I, my whole career used to be to help other people make their music. And as an artist, you don't want to compromise. No one, no artist wants to go into a studio and say, hey, I want to make this so it sounds great on the cheapest equipment while you're doing your laundry. No one does. Mm -hmm. So anyway, I respect this person, this Gen Zer, who's doing it. That's very, yeah. that's very nice. And she also pointed out too that if there's ever a legal battle or something where this album gets taken off the stream, like if you own it, nobody's going to mm -hmm. take it out of your queue. No, You've got it. So. Absolutely not. Anyway, go out, people, go out and buy some CDs. Right now, you don't have to buy vinyl because to be honest, the mastering on vinyl these days is pretty crappy unless they actually do. They, they, but listen, people go, go forget buy, the art. Go buy, yeah, they forget the art. That's another problem. The craft, the craft. Get off my lawn. Yes. Everyone get off, get my, off lawn. my lawn. Leave your CDs. Get off my lawn. Leave your CDs. <laughs> <laughs> Take the we, we should probably wrap up because we're officially. Yes, uh, we should. Now we're in our rocking chairs. Yeah, 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 yeah I think there's going to be rain. We need yeah. some rain. Yeah, anyway. yeah, yeah. Order a pizza with your face. <laughs> Watch it come down. All right. Thank you, listeners, for Thank putting up with listeners. this. We were especially rambly today, but we've been stuck indoors for three days. So what That's you can true. do. That's very true. Very true. Thank you, folks. We will be back with more in a couple of weeks. The Android 14 is coming out soon, so we, we can talk about that. And maybe and the, the, the audio interface. Oh, yes. Segment. Audio, audio yeah, interface. October is coming up. That's and, right. Uh, I'm working on that. Yeah. And maybe by the next time we're back, maybe Hollywood will have settled with the actors, too. And, and we should get back to our business of, of piping hot, fresh entertainment. Just make everything anime. 
Everything anime. Yeah. All no anime all the time? All anime all the time. It, it could happen. But uh, all right, until next time when we're back with more, I'm J.D. Beersdorfer. And I'm Pedro Rafael Rosado. The weevils wobble, but they don't fall down.